Welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. Wrestling's Entertainment Champions going down under. And you may find some old faces. Ricky Stanicki, Elimination Chamber. All this and more in the room where it happens. But first, Jay Pizza. Twitter, X, and TikTok. What's goody? What's goody? Yo, what up, what up, fellas? What's going on? Let's get it. Let's building. Let's go. We gotta get hype because Elimination Chamber is in the building. No, I'm not talking about your bathroom, baby. I'm talking about <laughs> going down under. Talking about going down under, baby. So make sure it's clean. We still got episode right. 288 up here, but it's really 291. Just want to let yeah, you know. Yeah, 291. 291, right. This shit for 291 episodes. Well, nobody <laughs> even know it. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, fellas? How you doing, man? Yeah. Well, I am fantabulous. I am, I am emotional. I am invested. I might go into cardiac arrest. Hey. Uh, I might, might place a lawsuit. Um, there might be some racism involved. This is all things that we're covering today in our, in our wonderful show. And thank you all for, for the support. And thank you all for tuning in. As you know, the bad guys gonna give you your fix, as the villains say. And we're not talking about no drugs. We talk about wrestling. Wrestling for your ass. Wrestling for your ass, honey. That's right. Polygamous. What? Call him a polygamist? Talk about polygamy. Stinnickity, what was it? Damn, you fucked that all up. Ricky Stinnicky. Ricky Stinnicky. Ricky Stinnicky. Make it sticky. Yo. <laughs> make it quick and make check it. his wiki. <laughs> wiki, wiki, wiki. But I tell you one thing: if you can't check, is his OnlyFans. Hey, yo. That's right. John Cena opened up an OnlyFans, yo. And guess what? There are no fans involved. It's just Ricky <laughs> Stanicky. <laughs> it's for the upcoming movie coming out. What's the name of the movie again? Ricky, Ricky Stanicky. John Cena <laughs> is in the movie, and his My name question is Ricky is... Stanicky. My question is, on his OnlyFans, do you see his the dicky or clicky? Oh, hey. this is why we can't have nice things. But no thingies. No nice thingies. More importantly than anything else, right? Is that he was? Let me let me get up close. He was on the Howard Stern show, okay. I believe today or yesterday, and. Uh, you know, John Cena doesn't usually miss with this media shit. Like this is his this is his bag. This is his game. He learned Chinese. You gonna learn Chinese, buddy. He learned <laughs> Chinese. Mandarin, Mandarin. He learned Mandarin. Alright, he learned Mandarin. So he learned, <laughs> right? Mandarin. So he can make sure that he's got one of the largest markets in the world. So he is about his business and about his back. So he doesn't fumble very often, but he does fumble every time he goes on the Howard Stern show. Need I remind you, years and years ago, when he went after Chris Canyon made his appearance on the Howard Stern show, right? John Cena had a lot to say about how, well, Chris Canyon had a lot to say about how he was treated by Vince and he was going to come out. And that's when Vince put him in that, 
segment with Undertaker where he was coming out of a giant closet singing Boy George and dressed like Boy George, right, as like a humiliation thing. Hmm. And John Cena came allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, he came shortly thereafter to the Howard Stern show, and he was pretty much point blank like, "Oh, Chris Candy's not that good," and that's why he got let go, and that's why he was embarrassed. Okay, fumble number one, but all is forgiven and all is forgotten. I guess, I guess, right? Is it a fumble? Or is his opinion? Well, it's his opinion slash a, a fumble because. Everything was coming out about him being gay and, and, and it wasn't politically correct. It wasn't politically correct. So all right, fine, gotcha. He he hit the company line and he was like, Yo, Candy's not that good and whatever. And history told itself. Here we are with a big time another big Vince allegation, another big Vince situation. Um, Vince, if you do not know, if you've been living under a rock or under something else, lately hey. right, he's kinda going through his own trials and tribulations right now as he is uh, being described as all sorts of pervert right um, which is no that's the nicest thing you can say huh that's right a pervert is the nicest thing you can say about trying trying to find nice words to use for Vince but pervert is the, the only one that's applicable and the fact the applicable is, John Cena went on the Howard Stern show again recently what he do? He said he did it. That he was promoting this Ricky Stenicky bullshit, and uh, he said the most word salad bunch of words to not address anything. Basically, he said what Jesus would have said if Jesus was alive today. He's like, you know, <laughs> yo, it was it was like just not like just word salad. It was like, how, how do you how does somebody like swerve a question so hard? Well. Watch this clip, because <laughs> like, well, you know, it's it's really easy to talk about. It's hard to listen to, because the fact of the matter is that, like, you know, I, I love the guy, and you know, you just want to love somebody, even though they go through some difficulty. Oh them. shit! Wow. Yo, sometimes just say no comment. <laughs> just, say, yo, just say no comment. Yo, just be like, yeah, you know what? It's not my place. No comment. Yeah. He said. He said, yo, you got to love people, and you got to love things, and yo, shut up and keep it moving. Yeah. You know what it is? Horn. You know what it is? Is John John Cena was able to manufacture uh, Vince's toy of him. So, you know, he feels (laughs) attached to him. What? Yeah, there's clonal willies out there. There's clonal willies. Oh, no. And it seems as though Vince McMahon had a vast collection <laughs> of uh, toys. Whip John Cena out! John Cena, you couldn't see it. You Eddie, couldn't see it. Eddie, I'm pretty sure, I'm you're... Pretty sure he had a toy named the prototype, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, speaking of perverts. <laughs> speaking of perverts. So, <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you. Renan Laville, appreciate the sub, my guy. Tier one, sub for sixteen months, my guy. Getting his bad guy fixed. Appreciate you. You already know. <laughs> we all sitting at the head of the table. <laughs> you already know. You already know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go from. Wow, the nickelodeon to, to 
we going from one pervert to another. Yo. Dream makes his debut in Albany, New York this week. Wrestling for Dynasty Pro Wrestling. Dynasty out here. Look. Wow. Congratulations. I second chances, I suppose. I believe. I think that people can can mess up and sometimes need, you know, swift kick in the ass to get their shit together. Yeah. A lot of people questioning, of course, the video apology and his sincerity and whatnot, but time will tell, right? But... But, I, hey, here's the butt, and it's not the hey, butt that yo, got the Listen, yeah, let's not, let's make sure you know which butt you're putting in here now. There's no problem giving someone a second chance, I think, when they deserve it, right? My problem is this. My man is coming off of, like, alleged child abuse, right? It's sexual abuse, right? He's coming off of harassment. Right, these are very serious allegations, none of which he's been convicted of, but a, a serious allegation. All right, the why in, give, in being given a second chance do you not tell the audience that this man is coming? This was a surprise to the audience. Right. This is not how you give someone that kind of second chance. No one's saying that he doesn't deserve it. I think that the paying people need to know it. Before getting into it And if you're not telling the people If you're not telling the paying fans That there's going to be a sexual deviant On your <laughs> show Then you know why you're not telling them Like you're not yeah. to Sneak you're trying to You're trying to sneak that shit in there And that's what got so him in trouble in the first place Are you blaming <laughs> the promotion for Bill Cosby In the crowd Yes Oh, wow. Damn, that's not wow. what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wow. Dream the pill wow. or the pudding? Like, yo, you gotta let the crowd know. Like you, yo, oh, hey, let's promote this and let people decide with their paying dollars whether or not they believe this is a good idea. You don't just sneak a Velveteen Dream up in there. <laughs> you don't do it. Like yo. Again, I'm not saying he don't deserve a second chance. Yo, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But don't just be like, yo, surprise, second chance. Surprise, bro. motherfucker. I'm paying for this shit. I don't know if I want my kids to this show. I don't know what Super I want. Surprise, motherfucker. Supersized, motherfucker. From the promotion's point of view, it wasn't a DM, right, that they had to protect. And the people paid already, so best way to slide it in there. Hey. Oh, that is not the best way to slide it I in I don't think there's a good way to slide it in there. You know there. how you slide it in there, JP? Consensually. Hey. That's how you slide yes, it in yes. there. Right? You slide it in there consensually. You let them know. You say, hey, everybody, we're promoting Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is coming to this show. If you're interested in seeing Velveteen Dream, this is the show you should be at. If Velveteen Dream does not bother you being at this show, this is where you should be. And so then now, you know, dollars. <sighs> My question is, what's the backlash now? What are people saying? What are people saying? Are people upset? Are people up in arms? Are people locking their doors? Is the Velveteen stream still canceled? Yeah, and I think Dynasty's getting canceled too. How y'all feel about AAA? I die. What? I that part. How y'all feel about AAA? What's AAA? What happened with AAA? They got a one true villain over there. Oh. See, but they announced it. And the, I they think that's the, that's, the, that's the difference. They so Who they? You mean Conan on his podcast announced it? No, no, no. 
So as long as you announce it, IG. Oh, 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 right. He did come I out. Mean, and... Listen, listen. They announced a, a sexual predator on, on campaigns nowadays. You know what I mean? Like nothing. And there was an office, so it makes hey. sense. No, it's not. The, like these are not the same things. You're, you're making false equivalencies. Like it's not the same. How? How? They did some inappropriate shit. They touched some people that weren't supposed to. They said some shit that we're not supposed to. It's all on the same spectrum. They're deviants. I don't have to be in a room with the president. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to <laughs> He's have a sexual deviant. children in danger because I know that he ain't going to grab them by nothing because I ain't going to be in no room with him. Right? Velveteen Dream was just placed in a room with me, right? Allegedly. Hey, right? yo. In, 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 this, in this scenario where I didn't know who would happen. Yo, shit, look. Nicki Minaj's goddamn husband is a, 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 a sex offender, right? And he's a Mr. registered Petty. sex offender. On the ticket that people buy to her concert in uh I forgot what state they have to put I think it's Philly I think it's PA Pennsylvania they have to put a sexual a registered sexual offender is gonna be at this show wow his name is blah 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 uh, I forgot his name and, and da 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 like they they have Two to questions advertise for you. that Two question for you is the arena next to a uh, school and two are you comparing a Nicki Minaj concert to a Dynasty independent <laughs> wrestling show? Yes and yes. Right? They didn't have what? tickets, bro. They didn't have tickets. It's 20 at the door. Yo, <laughs> JPI. Yo, they probably didn't even have a promotion, yo, ahead, a, a, a production company. You can grab because whatever. I, listen, listen. And take them to I'm Dynasty where you may or may not be surprised by a sexual predator. Like, listen, <laughs> dude, you listen. It's not like we haven't been bamboozled before. Right? And that, the that, that what I'm saying is, I understand and I wholeheartedly agree with you. This is they're in the wrong. But what I'm saying is, you're really expecting Dynasty to come out with that shit beforehand? They knew that's, what they were doing. They're taking a chance. And and that's where they fucked up. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's that's where you know you fucked up. If you know, all right, yo, this is gonna be a problem, so I'm gonna make it a secret. That's where you fucked up. That that's, that's the part. I'm not saying, yo, Triple yeah. A. The different and so the difference with Triple A. Is that they're saying in vignettes, in promotional materials, they're saying, oh, Marty Scroll's gonna be here. Marty Scroll's mm-hmm. gonna be here. Marty Scroll will be at Triple H. But did they say Marty Scroll, the sex offender, is gonna be here? Or did they just say Marty Scroll's gonna be they here? They don't have to say all that. Oh, but they could say Marty Scroll will be there and people that are in the know will know. Right. I mean, like people that. So as long as they would have promoted with their Dream, you would have been fine. Yeah, give look, well, give somebody a, head, a heads a, up. Somebody with some goddamn common sense. Giving the audience a choice is a measure <clears> of respect. <throat> Do you feel Dynasty disrespected their audience by doing so? Yes. I think that they tried to pull a fast one. I think that, yo, you need to let people know these things, especially when someone's being reintegrated into the fan base, right? They were just canceled for mad long. Somebody like that. So, yeah. so if if I feel a kind of way, right, let's say, let's say I'm... I'm totally against it. I'm totally against any sort of this kind of situation. I'm totally against Velveteen Dream. I would have never paid to have been on a show with Velveteen Dream, and then to have that surprise come out like that, I would be I would be asking for my refund. I'd be like, Yo, I, I need my money back. Damn. This is unacceptable. You didn't you didn't let anybody know. Right, I'm here with what, my what, I'm here with my Ronaville says, giving the audience a choice is a measure of respect. Do you feel Dynasty would disrespect the audience by doing... Oh, you just said that, though. I literally just said yeah. that. But yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, 
Yes, they disrespected their audience and they were being sneaky about it. What and about the other, other workers on the right? show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other workers on the show. If I'm somebody that feels a certain kind of way about working with somebody like that, hello, there are people that have that in their in their history. There are people that are traumatized by this. So why would I put them in that space? Oh, surprise. You just walk into the back and you see, oh, hold on. Well, you know, these smaller... I know that ain't who I think it is. These smaller companies are... are they don't. All over again. They don't really know how to book. They don't really. They're not used to booking stories and and, and plots like that. And and so it's, it's just. It's more of a who's available it's type of thing, it's right? It's about, it's about respect it's and and consideration. Right. It's about doing what you think is right. It's about no, most definitely. But I'm just saying. People in a certain weird space, like, you know, Joey. Well, I'll tell you what. This much. I'll tell you this much. We for sure know what it is now for the dream. Anyway, he tries to debut, he's going to get backlash. You know what I'm saying? Especially if the promotion doesn't do the due diligence. Yeah, he's controversial. And, and, he's controversial. He's controversial. So, so whether you want to know whether or not it's going to happen for him, he's going to tread even lighter now because it's clearly people are still uncomfortable. People are going to always be uncomfortable. And that's what happens when you try to do some some, some perverse shit. Like, I'm sorry. Listen, if, you, if you're trying to be a petty, you won't get petty consequences. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it comes down with it. I mean, Nicki Minaj got to put that shit on her ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Renan LaVille, Eric Bischoff's of the world would say, controversy creates cash, thereby condoning it. But but I I hear your Eric Bischoff, and I raise you. Eric Bischoff would have promoted it to create controversy. He would have promoted it to see... What the market value is of this risk reward? Yeah, he would have told you at the opening of the show. <laughs> Words. <laughs> he wants he wants you to, to 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 make it like, oh, okay, all right, this is gonna be a controversial thing. He's not gonna surprise you with that. In not, fact, that, that puts some butts in the seat. Something that TK does, right? That Tony Khan does. That Tony Khan is not maximizing his return on investment, right? Tony Khan puts money into what those overruns. And then he lets you know that those overruns are coming. And Eric Bischoff has said himself, bro, you don't advertise that. The overrun is supposed to have an effect, right? The effect is supposed to be, yo, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yo, at any given point in time, Stink could come out, and then the show's got to come out for 15 extra minutes, and da-da-da-da-da. But TK promotes those 15-minute overruns to let you know that is our bullshit, right? So to the point... Yo, Eric Bischoff knows how to tell, say things and then not say things. There's certain things that are supposed to be promoted and certain things that are supposed to have an effect of a surprise. And this is not a surprise. This is not where the controversy is created. This is where you fucked up. They stepped in it. Dynasty stepped in it, bro. They should have told people. So let me ask you a question. Would you be as tight if they promoted, if they would have announced them as a different name? You need to know who... Like, I don't care what... They, you can fucking call him the Jolly Green Giant. It doesn't matter. As long as you know who that's supposed to be. Patrick Clark. Oh, Patrick Clark is coming out. All right. That's the thing. And again, I'm not saying me specifically. The point is, people need to know. You need to know that this is going to happen. Especially when it's being so, so, introduced. So if it would have been like the Velvet Nightmare, would it have been... 
announcing an older one is like knowing a band is saving their big hit for I their uncle. I think JP is missing the point, yo. You are like, no, I understand the point. I understand the point. I'm just saying, like, would that have made it better? Because you need to know either way that the wrong. motherfucker Patrick Clark is going to be on the show. That is the point. For safety That's reasons, for safety you measures. Could, you could call him fucking my, my little pinky toe. I don't care right. what his name is. You need to know that that person that was sending DMs to children, right. that person, he's going to be on the show. It's just because he's, that, that, he's, he's registered. He's registered. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the Dynasty's X page, and on their profile, it says, bringing family-friendly entertainment oh, to the no. New York's capital region. Word. Mm. Wow. Oh, no. That's a big problem. Oh, no. Family-friendly fen- family entertainment. Oh, no. Big, big bad York. flag. Big bad they flag. Need, they need new writers. That's what it but then, but then they tweeted out four days ago. Last night we did what most others wouldn't. We took a risk on a person and gave them an opportunity for a second chance, a second chance to fulfill their dream. We stand by that decision. Hey. Thank you to the packed house for that last for last night's event. Well, you know, push. We are the dynasty. Pedal to the metal, right? Uh, like they ended already. Right? We're in the shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of controversy and creating cash and, you know, letting the people know, right? Bam! Jennifer Peppermint is all elite breaking news. As broken to us by Sports Illustrated, I believe it was uh, earlier this week or something. But uh, former writer Jennifer Peppermint is signed with AEW where she assumed the role of the company's vice president of content development. Peppermint will be... Working aside, Tony Khan, where she'll focus on producing content for live programming. Peppermint recently left her position as senior writer and producer for WWE after nearly seven years with the company. It was reported that her main focus was SmackDown's women division and that it was her decision to leave the company. And it has also been well documented that Peppermint has a very strong relationship with one... Mercedes Monet, who should be debuting pretty soon, guys. What an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting situation. Because AEW is turning out to make a lot of decisions that they would have maybe a couple of years ago frowned upon. Mm. Peppermint, if I am not mistaken, right, was named in a lawsuit. Allegedly. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. About her racism. Mm. <laughs> right? Telling scripts to wear a do-rag. Freaking mm. putting him in a crocodile Dundee thing with, with Shane mm. Thorne. About putting him in a cage. About doing all these like hyper-racist uh, storylines. Allegedly, she was named in this lawsuit for that. Shortly thereafter, she left WWE. No, uh, no surprise. And now we see her coming back to to AEW. It's just very interesting se- series of so 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 mm. so I I, I, I I will argue with you. Like, is it racist or stereotypical? Because a lot of things we're talking about when you look at like the the the, the product that she's trying to put out is honestly very re- reminiscent of what we've seen in the past in WWE. I mean, you're talking about a company. You're talking about professional wrestling. Where hitting on stereotypes is where they make their money, right? And this is a Emmy award-winning writer that is catering to what they're asking her to do. Like I, I, 
is I find it hard to believe that that she puts this forward and somebody doesn't say, yeah, that's good shit. That's good shit. So, so <laughs> yes, she's at blame for making it up, but it's also what they're asking for. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Ask, like, what's the difference between stereotypes and, and racism? Yeah. <laughs> Are they in many ways one and the same? Like, isn't that yes, yes, the same? But there's a difference if you tell somebody you put on a do rag <clears throat> to saying that you're gonna put on a do rag because you're of this color and you're less than. <laughs> so, so hold on, let me get this straight. <laughs> so hold on, wait, what the fuck just happened? So I don't I, know. So if she tells somebody. Yo, just put this do rag on, but I can't tell you why. We good. <laughs> but if that the is person, But if the person is like, yo, why are you making me put this do rag on? And then she has to explain that they're black. That's the racist part. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> but if you agreed, <laughs> you was like, all right. And before you could even say anything, yeah, you're already wearing it. Yo, I'm just saying, listen, listen. What it seems like to me is, right? This uh, Jenny Pepperman over here, Fletcher's Farm, right? She, she, the same script she gave Mercedes Monet, right? The same script she tried to give to Bianca Belair, she was like, nah. This is too much. That's what I'm hearing. Was that the case? Was that the. um? Allegedly, you have a similar character. If you talk to me about Mercedes Monet and, and Bianca Belair, you have that sass, you have that black, that, that black character that's gonna take nobody's shit, right? That's the character you, that you're producing on the TV, and every show that they do. And what it seems like to me is what Mercedes Monet was willing to do, Bianca Belair was not. And, and and that that inherently then that's when it becomes is it racist? But then why is she? But then but Bianca stayed. Wasn't it Sasha the one that left? Yeah, Sasha was the one that did. Right, right. But so wouldn't it be vice versa that Bianca was friend. doing stuff that was willing no, to do? The lawsuit. Shit? Sasha did a lawsuit. The lawsuit is about Bianca. Oh, is it? Oh shit! I don't know. I'm I'm so out the loop with this whole situation. It's fucked up. And it, all that fucked upness is going to AW. Damn. You're welcome. No, no, so my I, question is, it's all in the it's all in the carry on. Why why did uh, Noemi wind up leaving? Wasn't she having like issues in the back? She was having. Life? She wasn't being respected. It was the tag team uh, storyline from was from what I remember. All I know, didn't be in a tag team. he said there. All I know it's is that the way you know what's it, you know what's interesting to me is that. This is now the, the, the situation we're, 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 we're talking about, right? And this is an Emmy award-winning writer for daytime um, TV opera, soap operas and shit, like One Life to Live. Ah, but she sabe. After, after the future, whatever. That, after oh, JP, like, what Yo, and she, <laughs> this is the mentality we're talking about, right? So it just shows you where Hollywood is at, which is why it's ever more important as far as the things that we're seeing now. All the black directors, producers, the actors, people getting their due now, right? Because this is the mentality we're working with. But this is the mentality that's across all of entertainment. Because once again, we're talking about somebody that worked for a company that had Mr. Sassane. What's up, my name? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. John Cena. Tariqis Tanikity. 
Well, well, speaking of speaking of Hollywood and 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 the she got hired. Well, she's hired apparently because of her ties to Monet, right? Was that was that it? Yeah, because she's like best friends with with. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Best this is what I'm saying. But when we said the worst friends, what does that really okay. mean? It and makes sense. You've been in the locker room with her. Has she gone to dinner? Has she got lunch? Has she grabbed the coffee? Like, what are we talking <laughs> about? Because the word friend is very strong. Did you tell me Bianca Belair was tight? They've been in the room before together. Then Mercedes Monet must be as tight as well. Unless she understands what it is. I, I don't know. That's a great conversation to be had. All I know is, is Jenny Peppermint, she's all elite. Jennifer What's Peppermint. That mean? For Jennifer swerve. Peppermint. For Swerve, whoa. Yo, JP apparently knows her. friends on LinkedIn. They're friends What's on that LinkedIn. mean for Kiara Hogan? Oh, no. What's that mean LinkedIn. for Thunder Rosa? She's not Jenny from the block, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. my God. <laughs> what's, that, what's that new wrestler that, that AEW just signed? The Queen? Um, Niar? Uh, um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I'm yes. Niar. She's actually been putting in a lot of work on TV, so she's work, getting a lot of reps in. in. I'm yeah. in love with that. She was better than Madison Rain on Dynamite. Yeah. Oh my God. We had to mention. That was on. That was on Perazzo. That was on Diana. Hold on, hold on. The Virtuosa and the Tony Storm situation we got going on, we got brewing, is fantastic. And if you watch Revolution, that's gonna be one of the highlight matches that are gonna occur. I love the way that they're doing the filter screens when they're head to head. One side noir, black and white, the other side in color. But when they said Madison Rain was coming out to fit, I was like, what are we doing? For what? Well, For it why? was it was just tune up matches. They had two two of them. Nah. And Look, Deanna yeah, was one and then Tony she Storm was the other one. Yeah, so yeah. It was it was a build for the it was a build for their first for Storm, their pay per view. That was an anticlimactic build. So yes, what wound up happening? Me. Yeah, what what wound up happening is she hold did it, she it. did dump her on her head. Just the front. The, the mister said he agrees with JP. <laughs> yo, yo, you did you did you say something right for once in your life? Yo, a broken clock is right twice a day. That's it. The fact <laughs> of the matter is this. Yo, I'm out like George Costanza. <laughs> just be out. Just be out on the high note. Because the last segment, you were awful. Look, he just <laughs> You said he's a broken what? <laughs> he's a broken and back, baby. <laughs> Yo, that, that Deanna Perrazzo, Tony Storm, like, set of matches to, to build their bullshit was awful. Yeah, no, it didn't work. Tony Storm had a, a, a clunky-ass match. With, with some local talent, whatever, whatever. And then Perazzo with Madison Rain. Now, I, I have a problem with the Perazzo and Madison Rain specifically. Madison Rain is a coach yeah. for AEW. They had zero chemistry. And, yo, that happens. Yeah. Right? Everybody can have zero chemistry. But, yo, she looked bad. For someone that, like, yo, Perazzo wrestled. She wrestled last week. She wrestled the week before. She looked all right. Um... Madison Rain, I she's rusty. She ain't been around. Yo, then don't put her in that spot. Yeah, right. Because right. she looked off. And then yeah, it, it's more than just the end, that that last spot that where she landed on her head. If you even take it like a step back and you see the the, the move right before it, they were they were uncomfortable. 
And I was just watching that shit like, yo, this is a coach, bro. <laughs> So my, my thing is, my if, thing is, when we were playing football, JP, when we were playing football, JP, and a coach goes through a drill and gets put on his ass, yo, ain't nobody listening to that coach for the rest of the season, bro. Yeah, that's it. It's done. Nobody's going to listen to that coach. I don't know why you got peppermint up here, but the fact that that, <laughs> is, that coach, that's embarrassing. Shit, that's some pepper in her step. <laughs> say yo all right she's out of she's got some ring rust then don't put her in the ring oh she exactly. ain't been rusty for a minute then don't exactly. put her in the ring oh all right bro you have listen 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 not for nothing you have one individual like Diana Parazu who is considering herself the best technical wrestler as a woman in the in the industry right you're gonna put her with the coach you're not not peppermint. You can put it with the coach. You could yo. There's so many women in that locker room that could have had that opportunity, right? That would have given you a decent match, and that's what you went with, and it failed. It flopped, and it sucks. But I guarantee you one thing. I guarantee you, as the same as that tattoo still being on Tony Storm's ankle, is that they're gonna put on a banger at Revolution. I'll tell you that much. They're gonna fix that up real quick. Real rappy though. That was right. that was a, that was a, that was it was a rough rough slam. They they put it as a replay. I didn't think they were gonna replay that. And yeah, they, they shouldn't replay that. And they they, they replayed just, it. Yeah, yeah. That's that a mistake. Like I said, the production truck is flopping right there. They, they dropping balls right here. It was it's, hey, and it's, and it's crazy. I, that's not production. That's booking. That's booking because production has been doing. I thought a great job. Production yeah, so has been really really good. On dynamite or on, on AEW in general. Something you think that uh, was their was their weakness? Yo, what's going on with with PCF over here floating around? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's been their weakness for the longest. And and I thought that they've been doing it. You just mentioned the the, the whole noir thing and the, and the split screen. That shit right. was nice. They did one yeah. continuous shot where it was Tony Storm in gray and black and white leaving the ring. The split screen with Diana Perrazzo, yep. and then uh, with color, and then Diana Perrazzo walking in the in the ring in full color. They they that nailed that in nailed one it. in one shot. So one like shot. Little, little things like that, they got that shit off. But god damn, that match, those matches. So that, that is booking then, like you just said, it's booking then. It's booking's it fault, and and booking should be held accountable. Not production. And, and, and that's why they hired Peppermint. Did you think that okay? Alright. Well, let's see now. Let's let's see. Time will tell. Like time will tell. Time will tell many things. Like time will tell the future. Uh or rather the past. The rock will be producing uh well seven bucks productions will be producing a I think a story on Ric Flair now. What? So Seven Bucks Productions in the process of developing a biopic centered. Oh shit, for real. What you? What? What you hear? So I don't know. I gotta put the replay on that. That's a clip chat. Seven. Now I'm intrigued. Oh, I don't know. Nah. Yo, look. It's a biopic. 
production, right? <laughs> Seven Bucks Production is putting together a biopic for Ric Flair a la Fighting With My Family, right? In the same vein as Paige's oh, yes. Fighting yes. With My Family. So, um, or Soraya, her uh, Fighting With My Family. Um, my problem with it, with it is this. I think that Flair should probably get a movie. I don't think it should be The Rock's company to do it. <laughs> they're, they're not going to do it right. If anyone's going to do it right, it might be that Iron Claw company, A24. A24. They, they, may, they may tell because Rick or Vice. Has a lot of demons that I don't think The Rock is going to. Or, listen, let's, let's not wrong. kid ourselves. It's not like The Rock is writing the movie. Right? But right, right. I don't think that he's in a position that he can allow the company to just shit on Ric Flair. And I think that we need the biopic that needs to kind of shit on Ric Flair. If we know his history, we know the things that he's done, right? We're not really going to get the the, the the helicopter scenes, if you know what I'm talking about. We're not going to get the inappropriateness that really put Ric Flair on the hot seat. We're not, we're not going to get how Woo Wings came to be. Like, we're just not going to get the juicy details, baby. And that's well, just not going to come from seven bucks per well, Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. One thing I will say, Mitchell, one thing I will say is that it all depends to where this is going to be broadcasted, right? Because obviously, Young Rock, it was as politically as correct as it's possible because it's an NBC, right? But if you're talking about this is about to be a movie, then maybe you have some leverage. Maybe The Rock is venturing out, the company venturing out to put out something. Maybe they've been influenced by A24, right? Maybe they have been influenced by Monkey Productions, right? Jordan Peele's Corporation. So, there's a possibility. It all depends. I just hope they're wearing rubber gloves when they're going through the, the annals of... Uh, the what? <laughs> hey! The man's history is filthy. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's filthy through there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I think Ric Flair himself would want his true story to be told, to be honest. I don't because think he himself yeah. understands he's not a perfect man. I don't think he gives like a that, shit. Though. I think as long as the I check like is good, that. he don't, he's I mean, not going to put I mean, no I don't think anything, his hands anything on that's it. going to be incriminating, right? But things that have already happened, they're out there, right? Bro, I'm telling you. I, I'm not going to lie, though. When I did hear The Rock was doing the movie, I'm, I did think, hmm, what's the catch? Because uh, The Rock's doing a lot right now. The Rock's kind of juggling a lot. The Rock is dipping his fingers no, and everything right now. No, that's not. Hey. That's what got Ric Flair in trouble. Yo, <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. It's not going to be The Did Rock. Did you wake up, Molly The Rock is not writing this. Like, The Rock is not doing the No, but this. but it's still his company, so it's still a, a, a thing to do on his on his, on his his plate. He gets the credit for it. He gets the credit right. for and, it. And yeah, so he, he's responsible for something, right? So right, sure. it's just another thing on the list. And he's doing I mean, WrestleMania now. He, he's not going to go to the Elimination Chamber, rumor has it. But I mean, you know the other things, right? Well, Hollywood and all that. Oh yeah, he did. He did come out saying right? right? Yeah. Now. I'm gonna tell you the concern right now. The concern right now is with this pro project is that The Rock no longer has King Midas touch. Not everything The Rock touches turns into gold. So this is why the concern. Because if this was The Rock five years ago, sign me up, sign me up. But think about it, The Rock. The Rock isn't King Midas to the point where he has to turn heel now. He's getting booed by the people. The people's champion is getting booed by the people. And so, so he had to turn heel. He had to go back to 1996 with his silk shirts. And he had to join the bloodline. And this is a lot. And not only that, 
He had to, XFL had to join the USFL to make the UFL. Shit. And stay tuned for the UFL for calling somebody a fatty. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. The herpes off your face. That can't be a real thing. That was true. People are that, that, that cannot, that man. Smooth. We we cannot have people watching wrestling this like this. What, this what, listen, this is what comedians talk about all the time. This is what sports entertainers are talking about. You can't say anything no more. Things that are supposed to be entertaining, things that are supposed to be ruthless, that make you supposed to evoke emotion, that's supposed to give you that awe moment, right? That awe moment creates a, a, a core memory. All of these things are controversial, disrespectful, cancel ridden. Therefore, Prove even the, the Rock era, trying to... Go ahead, Mr. Say it. Prove say that it. the Attitude Era would not work. It would not be it would not feasible. Stop searching for it, because it's not coming back. I think... I think it's very easy for him to just keep it trucking. Like, honestly, let the backlash be what it is and just keep it moving. Keep being the same character. Keep doing the same 100%. thing. But, yo, but we keep we keep talking about The Rock like he's doing this movie. Yo, his his name is on the on the, on the the truck, on the company truck, but that's it. This is other people yeah. under his banner. So let's not get it twisted. Like, The Rock is not doing this. But what will happen, right, is that they will influence the story that is told, Right? They will influence the story that is told. Have you, have y'all seen um, Griselda Blanco, Griselda on Netflix? Anybody? Not yeah. yet, but it's on my to-do list. Yo, they, so. sped, they sped through that shit. Shout Griselda out to Boya, Blanco. our brother, fraternity brother being in the, in the series, one of the drug dealers, Holla. Hey, <laughs> we know people in high places. Yo, that story could have been a hundred times longer and a hundred times gory. Like, it right, could have been right. incredible. Pablo Escobar said Griselda is the only man he's ever been afraid of. <laughs> that, 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 that's what he said. He said, he said I'm afraid of one man, and it's a woman named Griselda Blanco. Damn. That's what he said. Because Griselda Blanco is known as, like, the most murderous, treacherous, dirtiest chick out here in the drug game. Yeah. And she was only one branch of Escobar's whole network. And she was right? Sofia Vergara. You know what's crazy? Her son out here bitching. That they didn't make her beautiful enough. They, did, <laughs> they put Sofia Vergara to be her, and she, yo, JP, missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> yo, have you seen pictures of her? There's a reason why she was scary. Yo, the and point is, is right. I'm not saying. Told the story well, hopefully, her to son tell. don't listen to this podcast. Right, <laughs> no, I mean, listen, that's always gonna be the case. I mean, Iron Claw. We just talked. We talked before about Iron Claw and the fact that Iron Claw, the movie, it, it hit home as much as it could to the truth. But yo, the the actual real story was so dark that they had to change the script. They eliminated the whole brother because of how dark the history of the family is. The, the reality of things that happened. They went there because they went right. so dark that they were like, hold on, right. like people might this not. This is too dark, it. right? I to feel like with this. Seven Bucks Production telling the story, you're also controlling the narrative. Sure. Right? If it's sure. A24, the company that did uh that did Iron Claw, you might get a way different, darker, dirtier story. Right? Vice was a lot better season one than it was the other it, ones. If it isn't the rock touching it, you might get a more I think in tune that the rock is touching it is is strong. 
But yes. But, but, but listen, listen. To say that the Rock is touching the, the Rock's company. Too, but that's the facts, right? Yo, who He's gives the biggest shit name on the, 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 the Rock doesn't have to touch it for that, so that his um, publication can edit it and censor it the way they want to, or, I, or publish what it, whatever time, they want. Yes, but, Nick, at the, but at the so, same time, but this is also a rock that's healed right now. So if the rock is willing to get these booze, if the rock is really <laughs> willing to call people pansies and shit like that, call like you. maybe the rock pansies, not nah, he was just fat, bro. Relax. They're unbathed. He said people are crybabies, crybaby bitches. If he's willing to go in that direction, who knows? Once again, is this the first movie? I yeah, hold on. Who knows? Right. But as soon as he got like real heat on Twitter, he went out and he was like, I am uh, portraying a bad guy character, which is a heel, which is da 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 And he was very quick to explain himself that he no, like, no, no, no. was portraying a bad guy. But that had nothing to do with that. That was because somebody um, immediately started talking about Hawaii and connected yeah. Hawaii yeah. To with 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 they, they that with Maui, with right? the WrestleMania uh, shit Maui. with Cody. Yeah, who is speaking above me? What? Yo, what? what the fuck? Who the hell is that? Wait, I don't get it. What? <laughs> yeah, somebody came at the rock. Who are you guys talking about? <laughs> where did you? Where did you go? Yo, someone was talking. Was coming at the rock for the whole um. Oh, how is this guy gonna represent Hawaii when he's doing this, this, and that? Whatever. None of that has anything to do with with what we're talking about. The fact is, The Rock is not making this movie. He's not the director. He's not like the producer. He's just the fucking guy that fronts the money for the company. Like this is this is the company. But because he has access to Ric Flair, because him and Ric Flair do have a a, a, a relationship, right? I would assume that Ric Flair would get say. In what is said and what is not said, or the way things are said, right? I would assume that when a script is produced, right, Ric Flair would have his his dirty little hands on that script to be able to say mm, maybe this should be told a certain kind of way. Those yeah. are the assumptions well, I'm making. Ronaldo doesn't the think the audience the is... right now. Listen, the concern right now, honestly, if we really think about what we're talking about, is when you think about Seven Bucks production, the products they put out. I think that'd be the biggest concern for Ric Flair, right? Because you're talking about a, a company that's put out the Titan Games that lasted a year. Talking about the Tales from the Territories. Eh. When you talk about Young Rock, which I enjoy, but what we're talking about, Young Rock is not the direction that you need to make this movie into, right? You're talking about a rampage. Fighting with the family. Okay. Okay. Jungle Cruise. What the fuck are you talking? What is it? I, I'm saying that the movies, the product that they put out there has not been great. There's been a lot of misses, not so many hits. Ballers was a hit that lasted four years. I like Ballers. Shazam? Mm, not so much. Black Adam? You already know what happened with that. Jumanji Next Level? Welcome to the Jungle? Baywatch? Moana? Okay, the one that's coming up. Not even the one that happened. I'm saying is my concern would be is they're not gonna do, do a good job. They're not gonna do a due diligence. And what I do hope is that we do get more maybe dark side of the ring on Rick Flair. The one thing we know for sure is that Rick Flair don't gotta worry. He's not Jimmy Snooker, right? So it's not like some shit's gonna be put out there. Like you know what I mean? He has his, he, 
he, he has the skeletons in his closet, and his closet's been kicked open long ago. Long ago. What I will say is, you'll see a lot about his son when he passed. It's going to be very interesting to hear those stories and how they portray that situation. Do you think that's where they're going? I, I think if you're going to do a biopic, you need to do it all, bro. And Ric Flair's an emotional motherfucker where he would want that to be shared. He wants that to be part of the story. He wants the people to know. Ric Flair be part of the story? Of being an icon in the industry. The spotlight on Flair. Who the thunk? Don't go, don't talk to his kids, bro. (laughs) Don't talk to his kids. He does speak to his daughter now, all right? That was before when he was on the road. One. Does Jack Manino talk to his kids? Wow, wow. Yo. Catch the strays, yo. First yo. of all, listen, listen. Well, 30 seconds is all it took on, on Dynamite last night when he walked into the Young Bucks' office selling the match with Sting and Darby versus the Young Bucks. But a little bit more interesting using Ric Flair now. AEW doing big, big things, announcing big, big things. And since we're doing that, Ash Stadium in New York City this summer, guys. Are we are we gonna are we gonna watch it on television? Hey, you know, maybe? Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Forbidden door, baby. Oh, let's see if we can make it to the Mecca first. <laughs> Forbidden door three, right? Forbidden Door 3? Hey. That's exciting. I mean, the Arthur Ash crowd is always white hot. They're, they're exciting. Hey, there's diversity. Relax. <laughs> 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 right. There's diversity. They have Jennifer Peppermint. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, her last name don't even go with hers. Peppermint? What do you want to be? Saltman? <laughs> No nice things is right. No nice things is right. Oh, let's talk about that, please. Because um, didn't this happen already too um before with him and um Grayson Waller? Yeah. So Grayson Waller. Was with L.A. Knight, um, yeah, to go, and they were on this show in Australia about elimination chamber, essentially, right? Like just promoting their shit, and um, the the people were kind of rude about wrestling, right? They were yeah. like, oh, put me in a hole, do your finisher to me, do me, do your finisher to me. Oh yeah, I'll fight. Like and just kind of like just pushing. But we're minimizing wrestling. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, to it was just a lot of like a lot, and then very trivial. And Grayson Waller was was very aggressive about combating that. Right, he's like, "Yo, you think this shit is a fucking game? Like, yo, don't treat my shit like that. Like, this isn't a joke, right?" Um, he's like, "I'm just gonna punch you in the fucking face. That's pretty <laughs> right." And now we have, and we know that Austin Theory and Grayson Waller they have a relationship, so. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory now encounters the same kind of scenario uh, with some guy, um, some media person, and um, 
well, this person says something similar, right? He's like, oh, so wrestling is fake, like it's easy. And Austin Theory's like, yo, wh- like, what is this disrespect? Like, why are you talking to me like this? So he basically went off on him. Yeah. I want to commend him. David Schultz would be proud, right? He took he took a deep breath and didn't smack the dude. Like, he'd be jealous. <laughs> he got off easy. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? He got away with that shit? <laughs> Austin Theory soft. Like, <laughs> kayfabe is dead, right? And like yeah. you know, or as JP would say, k- kayfabe. Kayfabe. Right? Hey, that was an episode it's, eighty-three. It's, it's, right? not yeah, it's not a yogurt. It's not a yogurt. Chabadi. Chabadi He said oikos. Fee face. <laughs> Lionheart man. Oh yeah, funny. I'm just. This shit is dead. <laughs> okay, Christian Cage. You ain't your dad. Nah, it's, it's dead. But um, I appreciate when someone stands up for the industry and is just like, "Yo, hold on, like this shit ain't easy." Like you think this is acting? And yeah. yes, it is to to a degree. It's acting, right? Um, to a huge degree. I mean, ninety percent of it is acting. But like, hitting the mat is not acting. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it is you are hitting the mat you get hit by chairs you get hit by objects and you do your best to to manufacture the outcome but at the end of the day like those things have to happen in real time live they don't even use the light tubes stunt people they <laughs> word there are no stunt people you bleed in front of people very very like if you want this is as close to acting as maybe jackie chan has been in his career because Jackie mm. Chan does all his own stunts. Right, he, he did his own right? stunts, yeah. He does all his own sh- and, Tom and Cruise? He, yeah, but Tom Cruise is still even different. Right? Because right. Tom Cruise uses green screens where Jackie Chan Privilege. does. <laughs> well, not all the time. If you watch the last movie, just saying. He did parachute off that bike. I'm just saying. Yeah, but he was, he was not riding on the dirt on that bike that he parachuted. No, he was just jumping off a ramp. Green screen ramp. Yeah, it was a legitimate ramp, but in the movie he was just riding on the dirt. And my point is like Jackie Chan would have just raining on the dirt. Raining on the dirt, raining, raining on the dirt. There was a whole idea about it, yeah. No nice stance. I don't think Any, so. I anyway, listen. speaking about being dead. Wow. What? Wow, here we go. I died laughing when I read this shit. Matt Coon registers valvenus.com and well, has it forward to transgender equality um website for and it's now you know the, the internet's forever right so transgender equality so that people can make donations yes. in the name of valvenus see the fact of the matter is this valvenus has come out Time and time again against the transgender community. Well, not just the transgender community, many but things. many communities that have to do with the LGBTQ plus umbrella, if you will. Lately, someone posted up a picture of Cody Rhodes holding the transgender flag and somebody had written like a note on it. Um, and he reposted that to say something to the degree of like, why would you prevent people from achieving salvation, so blah, 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 some religious bigotry or some bullshit. So Matt Kuhn here, at Matt Kuhn Music on X, 
follow him, give him a follow, give him a like, yo, buy him a beer, give him a shot. Cause my man bought the domain to valvenus.com, redirected all traffic to National Center for Transgender Equality, and now Valvenus's name will be tied <laughs> to the support of the transgender community. Which is just Where's Kyan? Like It's interesting to me. It'd be a different story today. It's interesting to me that that Valvinus, who had feuds with Goldust, it stands so strongly on his stance. It's very interesting. Because you would look at that and say, oh, he's so progressive. Psych. This tells you. This tells you. You never know. The the, The devil wears heels. Hey, Prada too. I think that's what he's upset about. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that that's what I'm mad about. <laughs> that's that's kind of what where he's at. Nah, man. He's, the, he's upset about it. He says, "Hello, ladies." And now there's a lot of people saying, ah, "I'm the same." Oh, he's overwhelmed. Go ahead, make his day. What if I miss Phil Venus? Hey, well, <laughs> you go. You gonna donate to a different charity? <laughs> you don't do nice things. Not one. No nice things. Not one. None whatsoever. And you know what? Not be nice. It will not be nice to wake up by five in the morning to see what's going on in Perth this weekend. Perth. But it is the elimination chamber. And there's some some high steaks on on on, on tally. They gonna make steaks? I like my steaks with eggs. There's a lot to be said about what's gonna happen in this elimination chamber like for both the women and the men. Hey, there's a lot to be said. So what you got? What's bumping with this elimination chamber? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want to talk one about? Big chair shot about this card. Mm. This chair shot has to do with Indy Hartwell and Grayson Waller. Oh, the, and and uh, uh, Bronson Reed. Okay. Right. All local talents that don't really have the opportunity to be on the show. Eh. Well, as of right now, as of right now, I mean, what's gonna? Mm. Oh, okay. We got so Grayson. We're getting a, a Grayson Waller effect. We got Grayson Waller effect. And this is gonna be a segment that's gonna run a little bit. So, in place of a match, let's, I think. Let's remember one thing. Let's not forget. Yes, they're going to be doing Elimination Chamber there. But then that also means that Friday Night SmackDown is going to happen in Perth. That also means um, that Monday Night Raw is going to happen in Perth. And a lot of so, signings as well. Because they may not be on that card, yeah. doesn't mean that they're not going to get their shine. Meet and greets. Pre and post. Yeah, but, but this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like this is the thing. Like, well, Bronson Reed Chamber is the Elimination Chamber. He lost, he lost the match. To be in the Elimination Chamber? Who? He lost right now, oh, yeah, he lost the qual- yeah. yeah lost right now, it's Drew McIntyre. Yo, big pop to Drew McIntyre, who is be- slowly becoming my favorite hater Ooh, in the WWE right now. Um, But I- I'll get to that in a second. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. That's, that's who... Is in the men's elimination chamber for a shot at uh, with the world heavyweight championship, or as uh, the Rock called him, Cody Rhodes' girlfriend. 
Yo, <laughs> you, you know what's sad about that lineup is that the one person that sticks out that doesn't belong is Logan Paul. Yeah, I thought that was so. Like Logan Paul could have been a Bronson Reed, cause yo, not for nothing. Like Bronson Reed's a big dude, right? right. That's that's a that's a heavyweight. A heavyweight can always but they, be. But they already yeah. they have a lot of big dudes. <clears throat> they have Bobby Lashley, they have Drew McIntyre, they have Kevin Owens. And that's why Bronson Reed would have fit right in. He would have slid right in. That yeah, but I kind of want to see what Logan's gonna, gonna do fight. too. I kind of want to see he, where where he goes and takes this cage. Listen. No, no, but think about this match. You need you need somebody that you need a half fly. You need somebody agile. You need somebody to take those bumps. It ain't gonna be Randy Orton. It's not gonna be an LA Knight. So it comes down to Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. Yeah. That's why Logan Paul's in that match. I mean, but you yes. know what? You're right. That match that match could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Jason Waller. So you nah. He doesn't deserve it, but he put him on a I don't, I don't, I don't like Grayson Waller anywhere near the main event yet, but I feel like it's coming soon. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. The um, are the ones that are dictating that. Yeah. And you know that. I'm telling you right now, we might see, we might see Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Mm. Logan Paul and Seth right rematch? You saying? I'm calling it right That's now. That's the main match. I mean, listen, he's already had a match of Mania, so nothing else could I could put behind that. I could believe that happening. Especially with the way everything's going. I could believe that to be the case. The fact that Kevin Owens didn't beat him says a lot. But to, to that fact, right, I mean, we're, we're, we're blowing the lead and we're talking right away about the men's elimination chamber match. But I'm a little concerned about this match because, once again, there's not many high flyers in this match. The spots that we're used to seeing in previous years when it comes to the Elimination Chamber match is out the window. It's going to be pure br brutality. And that's that's why He's I wanted slapped. Bronson Reed, yo. Okay. I wanted to see big, meaty men slapping meat. And slashing, smashing cages. cages. Of that's what I wanted, right? Ten tons of steel. That's what I wanted. And That's what should have been. Because Logan Paul, like you said, just doesn't... You, like, he doesn't fit here. He doesn't look like he belongs in front, standing in front of Bobby Lashley. He doesn't look like he belongs standing in front of Drew McIntyre. Shit, even like LA Knight is, uh, in my opinion, miles ahead of him. Well, this entire match doesn't belong even in the main event. It's probably not going to go on last. I bet you Rhea goes on last. Really? Um, I think, I, I that makes sense. I hope so. And Drew, I feel, is the only one that makes sense coming out of here to fight Drew, Seth. I think Rhea, I think Rhea opened. I think she opened. I mean, that's Rhea possible, opens? too, because, you know, you want to start off hot. That is probably... Yeah. Uh, if anything, you, you open up with the women's uh, elimination chamber match. You don't open with Rhea. Uh, and those that are waking up at 5 in the morning, they're not going to stay up past 5.30. They're going to go to sleep at 5.30. And they only want to see Rhea, so Rhea's opening the show. What are the odds? What are the odds, right? We, we talked about Indy Hartwell. We talked about Bronson Reed, and we talked about Grayson Waller, right, not being on the show. What are the odds any of them interfere? No, isn't Grayson Waller having his, his Grayson Waller effect with Cody and Seth? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. I, but I'm saying like, what are the? But they're not on the show. On the show, like they're not like wrestling on the show. So I would say the odds are really high. Which one? especially for Indy Arwell, when you think about this women's elimination chamber, the one person I can tell you that she's definitely upset that's in it is Tiffany Stratton, because they've had their beef from NXT. There are surprises that's rumored. True. They have there rumored. are surprises rumored. Talk to me about the surprises. I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I know. I'm just saying. Mr. Uncle Theo of ours has been saying Melts has been wild. Yeah, like, that crazy. there are rumors that surprises are gonna come in, but who knows with this guy? You know, we'll, only time will tell. Well, the women's chamber we have <clears throat> Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tri- Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. Shout out to Raquel for for the, the what she's been going through on her health level, uh, the toxins and the mold and. The the side effects she was having, the allergic reaction. Uh, thankfully, she's doing better now. If you look at her Instagram, uh, the story shows, man, it looks terrible. It affected her whole body, all of her skin, or even her face. Uh, glad that she's back. Um, That's an autoimmune that disease experience. that she has. Yeah. That her body is just kind of attacking itself, and that shit sucks. It's crazy, so, bro, crazy. Great to but see it's a good thing to see her. For sure, for sure. And see her in this match. Because once again... In this match, we talked about Elimination Chamber uh, needing big folk to make it feel as forceful as it is. Raquel Rodriguez plays that role for sure. I She's the biggest like, mama jamma in this match. Hey. I found it really interesting that Tiffany Stratton was interjected in this match. And it made me laugh. Right, Someone on Twitter said, yo, y'all seen the, the, the clip of the woman that she's like, you you just got promoted. You're now my new employee. You ever seen that shit? Nah. You have been promoted. <laughs> you are now one of my elite employees. <laughs> that was That's... like Triple H saw that Charlotte Flair was out and he was like, "Yo, Tiffany Stratton, come here. Yo, you just got promoted." <laughs> you know, you know what's sad nah, though? That makes sense. You know, you know yeah. what's sad though? That's how I felt when she was in NXT. She was and, and, and it still feels the same way. Like, With Tiffany Stratton? Tiffany Stratton. I'm sorry. She's not great. I feel like they're she's pushing her by a hard. She got. She got the hardest part. The thing is that she has. She has. She has the looks. That's but when it comes to the athleticism, like you said, yeah, I feel like she's still green. Yo. Yo, she's athletic as fuck, but in the ring, she's still green. And even though they made her champion, she got. She beat Becky Lynch. No. Yeah. No, Becky Lynch beat her, and then Taya Valkyrie beat... Right, right. But what I meant was, is that she's still green, even though, even though she was NXT champion. And she's still... She's going to be green as fucking in the match. But she's getting that push. She's get. I mean, we talked about her versus who at WrestleMania? Her versus Bianca? Bianca Belair. Bianca. What? Is this where the fuse sets up? Oh, but you I'm know how WWE is with their, with their blonde uh, female talent. Yeah, man, it. but Vince is not there no more. So what are we gonna do, yo? We gonna have Becky Lynch win the Elimination Chamber. That's what. That's what the first thing we gonna do. I Neil. And send oh, her off. Send her off. Um. Liv Morgan's been in the most. She's done the most. Yeah. Chambers. Yeah. Okay. I think Bianca Belair has won an Elimination Chamber. Did before. she? Yeah. It's gonna be interesting for sure. Yeah, I think she won the one that she won to Mania, to main event, the first one. Um, the winner of this match, though, <clears throat> will face the winner of this match, Rhea 
and Nia Jax, which I feel is the main event of the evening. Um, Nia Jax showing a lot of promise these past couple of weeks. She's uh, she's been killing it on Raw. She's been showing dominantly um, over all of the talent, really, because there was also a segment where had nothing to do with her, and she came and interrupted the number one contenders match for, um, <clears throat> or I think it was, I don't know, if it wasn't a number one contenders, it was an elimination chamber match, something like that, and she came and interrupted it all, and then ran through the entire uh, ring, and they're just showing her miles ahead of the entire talent women's division well, right now. It was all the women that are going to be in the elimination chamber. How she was oh, right, right, right. So they were all in the ring, and then she, yeah, she just came and dominated. And like I said, she's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And she come into the arenas looking like a snack, right, right before she hey. goes the ring. Why? Like, yeah, why? Because it's just facts. In that ESPN, in that ESPN-esque style camera view of her coming in, yeah, now that we have that, yeah. Yeah, So, listen, I think, I think this definitely should be the main event. I think these women will put on a show, uh, but Rhea comes out winning. Yeah. Does she lose the strap? There's no reason for her to lose the strap. No, I think we got to carry her into Mania, and if she does lose the strap, we still get Becky Rhea. I think that's what they're kind of trying to push here. Um, I don't know, man. Do, I don't. Do you guys feel Becky Rhea needs a strap? <clears throat> I'm telling you right now. It doesn't need right the now. strap, but you're not gonna let. You're not gonna let. Yes, uh, Rhea Ripley lose at, at first. Yeah, nah, Rhea Rhea's got to win, and I think you do need Becky Rhea with the strap. I think everything needs to be at a hundred thousand. Um, Becky, in some ways, is starting to kind of lose her aura. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like her. Like, I, I think she's still hot, but you could. I don't no, know. I agree. There's a little bit of cool off, right? Yeah. PCF, like. I agree. I agree. She already she already had her run. Then she went to NXT. She did her thing there, and I'm like, what's what's left for her to do? Come and me at that. Like that's it. Like she she's at yeah, she, she's, she's at that maxed point. out. So, I think that having that title right, have, having that match with that title on the line, I, I think that 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 levels it up. She needs that title on the line. So yeah, I think Rhea wins. I'd be surprised if Becky doesn't win. Um, and and they they line that up for WrestleMania. I think there's only one thing left for Becky to do, and that's win the tag team titles with Charlotte. Hey, that's it. Charlotte, that shit ain't happening no time soon. Right. Well, I mean, she she runs into a situation. I mean, listen, if Randy Orton could still be out here, putting in the work, being an elimination chamber match. Back in this week, fine. But hold on. So you you said Randy Orton, but you got to put some respect on Bobby Lashley's name. Bobby Lashley was in the Elimination Chamber in 2006 for the ECW yeah. Championship. Well, I'm just talking about the man right now, right? I was just saying as far as what else is there for her to do, I'm just saying she's going to be all right. Any match that she's part of, she's going to be relevant. Any match that she's part of is going to make it legitimate. So even though she, she has nothing else to do, she's still going to be there to push people over to make matches legitimate. Yes, Bobby Lashley deserves a lot of credit. Bobby Lashley's the man right now. Bobby Lashley got his little crew. B-Fab part of that little crew now, too. You know what I'm saying? Bobby Lashley is a force to be reckoned with in this elimination chat, chamber match. We're talking about meat slapping meat. Look, Randy Orton was in the 2003, the second one of all time. 
he was he was in that one. He lost to Triple H, right? Because Triple H has had the most wins anyway. Um, Randy Orton was in the third one. What's up? In the elimination chamber? Yeah. Randy Orton was in the second one. He was in the third one. And then Bobby Lashley won the fifth one in 2006. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then he lost. Because he went to Mania after that, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he got the, the ECW World Championship. Oh, ECW Championship. Yeah, it was then. for the championship. Jesus Christ. At December to Dismember. Remember when it wow. wasn't its own pay-per-view? Jesus. The December to, to Remember. Yeah, I, I forgot that shit. Um, <laughs> uh, chair shots of the week, gentlemen, or heels or pops. Before we send them on their way. I got a big pop. I got a big pop. Hey. Um, Hook, bend over? Right, Hook has been I, like I'm. I'm really excited about Hook. Right, I, I have been since the beginning of his run. However. Right, there's been a little bit of stagnation, kind of slowing down. You kind of feel like, ah, he picked up the mic and he stumbles a little bit. All right, cool. He never really got the vibe from his dad. Like, he just doesn't have that vibe. That His, his dad is aggressive, and he is too, but it's just a different style. And right now, him and Rob Van Dam have, like, this cool dynamic going on. Right? That okay. I think vibes really well. I mean, like, he's kind of like a cool uncle. Like, he's he's the dude that smokes weed. He's the more laid back. He, <laughs> he, he tosses people, too. Um, I think that they work really well together. And I, I'm, I'm kind of hyped that they, they, they're, they're doing shit together now. It's still, like, it's still a callback to Dad. Right? But when Dad was involved with Hook, I just... When, when it was the crew... Right when it was like Team Taz, all right, cool, because he was just one of the dudes in Team Taz. When it was just Taz and him, like they had a couple weeks where it was just the two of them, I wasn't really feeling that. And then when Taz was on the on commentary and the full split comes, yeah, I just ah, there were times where like Taz really elevated it, and then there were times where like Taz laid out too much. Okay, I, I get it. That's a weird. That's a weird dynamic. But Rob Van Dam, I think, really works with Hook. And I think that they should have a thing going for a minute because Hook is not ready. I don't think he's ready to just be on his own. I don't think the time is so, ready for him yet either. So so with Rob Van Dam and Hook be a la RK Bro? Is that what you're looking at? Hey, you know, in some ways, I guess point in some bro? Ways, an RK Bro that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. where the, the elder is the... Is the the, the chill pothead? dude right? the <laughs> and now the well, dude is the dude that's the hot head and he's like, yo, I want to get chill. He's like, yo, chill. Let me let me teach you how to calm down, bro. Let me teach let me you roll this up real quick. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I will give credit to Hook and, and seeing him this past week on Dynamite coming down the ring, and they mentioned him. He's a two hundred and five pounds soaking wet, right? And the in the match that he was in. And for him to be able to pull off that German suplex on Samoa Joe, impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. In, in fact, very reminiscent of what we saw Chad Gable do this week. Once again, not an easy feat to be able to put these voluminous men in the air. Voluminous. And them safely. It, it's not an easy task, man. So, so, so there is talent there. I agree. RVD, Hook, throw KD Forbes in there too if you want to. 
hey, I'm with it. But yo, shout out to RBD. RBD still out here doing it. He hit all his spots. Yo. It's a little slower, a little, a tinge slower, but he's still hitting the spot. Uh, he's still slower, but but he he makes it work. And I thought that he was great in the segment with um with yeah. Hangman, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was right, and then uh, he's like, "Yo, I heard that Chris Donna might have something I'm interested in." <laughs> he's like, "Man, yo, get your shit together." Oh, um, it's like he's he's messing up his buzz at this point. <laughs> 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 yo, uh. Pop of the week for me, Danny Garcia. Oh. Yo, Danny Garcia is a superstar in the making, bro. When y'all saw the post on IG, I stand wholeheartedly on that. I feel that Danny Garcia is a superstar in the making. And not only that, Danny Garcia will have the push that Swerve Strickland has right now in the upcoming years. There's too much talent uh, in that individual right now. In the ring, phenomenal. His presence, he has a little gimmick. He has a little dance, you know what I'm saying? Like he has it all. He has it all. Big He's big dub go. over Edge too. I mean, sure. no, he lost, but I'm saying like big match and with I, Edge. Now going up against <clears throat> Christian Cage, who obliterated him, right? Yeah. I mean, the man put the edges to his father's cemetery. <laughs> it's like they just keep feeding him his father's wrestlers. Like, like Pringle. Yeah, he's it. definitely here of the week. Christian you know, is like, definitely here of the week. Watch out thing. Watch out, Sting. Wow. Oh, my God. Shout out to Sting. I thought that Sting's uh, promo was dope. It was deep. So did Christian. Well, Christian, I don't think Christian's heard it yet because he hasn't reacted to it. Christian was lurking in the back. <laughs> he was like, yeah. dead father, you said? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got you to get props to Christian, bro. Oh, man. Like, just when you thought he was done with it, he comes back with it. Yo, it was beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, my pop of the week goes to Jay and Jimmy Uso for killing it, closing out Monday Night Raw this past Monday night, setting us up for what will be brother versus brother at WrestleMania 40, and yes, the bad guys will be there. We will be there in person, baby. Is Rikishi special guest referee on that one? Yo, he's going to be special guest. I've seen Rikishi's uh, Twitter fingers uptick. Yeah, oh shit. I'm wondering if he's just trying to like get Get in there. Yeah, yeah, start getting in there. Yeah. I've definitely noticed that. I feel like I can see a situation where like like Jay goes too far and Rikishi pops in like, yo, that's your brother. Like, you know what I mean? I get something like that happening. Yeah, what you got? Or no, because I was going to say, isn't it wild that a year ago, they were the first tag team to main event WrestleMania, and a year later, they're gonna go at it. But I feel right. like we might have a. Remember when Cody and Dustin, a uh, Dustin Rhodes okay. had that had that fucking match in AEW. AEW One of like okay. the best AEW matches where they like brutally like killed each other, they demolished right. each other, so right. just hug it out at the end. I have a right. feeling that something like that can happen. Okay. That I'm I can that. see that. And then the bloodline like having the issue with it, right? Yeah. I can see that. I I'm gonna give you sure. I'm gonna give you a heel of the week real quick. Alright. I'm gonna come back to Drew McIntyre. Oh. oh I don't know if it's really the heel of the week or is it just hater of the week. Because goddamn I love me a good hater. Ain't no better heel than a good hater. And right now, McIntyre is killing it in the hater game. I don't know if you guys follow him on X on Twitter, but 
My man, yeah, revolution, right? Somebody who is essentially a LA Knight uh, fan account, right? He just posts up pictures and talks about LA Knight and this is that. So he put up a picture of LA Knight holding a koala. I guess this is on the tour in Australia, right? He went to go see koalas and shit. So like, nice. Yo, imagine this big ass LA Knight hugging a koala, like, oh, oh, ginger and shit, right? Drew McIntyre retweets him with a snapshot from the Wildlife Health Foundation <sighs> from Australia that says oh. it's a chlamydia in koalas fact sheet. It <sighs> says chlamydia is an extremely common and important bacterial disease in both wild and cattle. <laughs> Bro! That's it. That's all he put. That's all he, he didn't like. He didn't elaborate. No explanation. It was just. This goes here, and I'll place it right LA there. Is holding a koala. Might have chlamydia. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. This run has just been mad haterade. I love it. Um, CM, his CM Punk shirt where he killed. Punk shirt was Punk nice. Yes. Aspirations. Um, his whole thing about tricep day. He's like, yo, don't skip. All of that. I'm I'm into like hater Drew right now. So they, you think I this think, renews his contract? I think so. Okay. I think, so. I think it's worth it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. When you're when you're uh when AEW's gonna have that big pay per view at uh You what? think that I don't think they give him that main event slot. I think so. I don't I know, so. man. Well, who do you think is going to take it? Will Ospreay? Swerve should be there. Paige. There's a line right now slowly building up for him to jump in there and cut that line. I mean, yes, it's possible. I mean, who knows, right? That's kind of fucked up, though. It all depends on how this all plays out, though, right? It right. all depends. Because if you, if, you, if you hear telling me that uh, he's about to win an elimination chamber, yeah, I think Yo, he's I winning. I've even read crazy rumors online on Reddit saying that McIntyre wins. He faces Rollins at Mania. He beats Rollins. He finally has his moment in front of a live crowd. And Rollins winds up leaving the company. Rollins, Jesus. Because his contract is coming up as well. Well, yeah, and he's also hurt, so he needs this mass mania to prove whatever he's going to prove, and we'll see what happens. But I think Seth's going to perform great as usual. I just don't see anybody else on this match card headlining a match with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania other than Drew because of the buildup alone. Drew or Orton? Uh, but Orton hasn't... They haven't, they haven't... I mean... They don't, not that they need any, but there hasn't been any builds or any story there. But you know that WWE is good at it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. In a week. Yeah, they'll make it, they'll make it. We focus that, all that attention. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's, really fair. that's true, yeah. they do They do pivot on the, right. on the dime. Um, you said about McIntyre, a week. McIntyre has been there before, he's done that. He's been at the mountaintop, he's won at WrestleMania, yeah. there was nobody... If, if a champ wins at WrestleMania and no one's around to hear it, did he really win? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? So, Drew can get a second shot at being... Like, th there's a built-in story there. There's a built-in story there that I think is real easy to tell. And if you 
want to tell it, I think that's a really easy. Whether he wins or not, the you know, build, you know the build what, is there. You know what's another way that you can screw Drew out of winning the title? Well, by making it a triple threat, by making it a triple threat match, and Damian Priest cashing in. I like Damian Priest win. here in this in that main let's, event with let's Seth. Let's not forget that Damian Priest has that. that yeah. No idea. No open here. Here. Has that briefcase? TJ in the building. That's TJ's burner account. I think that <laughs> if Priest, anybody that cashes in to create a triple threat match is an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait until the match is over. So wait, especially if you're a heel. Like if you're a face, and you want to be like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna do this like legit. Yeah. I can, I can, I can chew into that. But if you're a heel, and you've been sitting on this briefcase for so long, yeah. You've been, you've been like, I'm gonna cash in. Ah, nah, it's not the right time. I'm gonna cash in. Nah. And then you're gonna cash in to make a triple threat match. That lowers your odds of winning. I, I don't understand. I mean, Seth. Rollins did it a few minutes right. ago. And I thought that she was right. dumb. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have my, done it a triple my threat. My question for you, though, is what if this is our truth suggestion? If our truth won the bunny in the bank and, and no, our truth did it. like, Damien, cash in. Cash in. It's your time. And he thinks he's about to cash in and it makes it a triple threat. He's like, fuck. I mean, it would be some dumb shit that that our truth would do. <laughs> but but why would it be dumb shit that he would do? No, it's just it's one more way of uh, Damian Priest having a soft spot for our truth for listening to him. Yeah, Irish Neep with the raid. Appreciate the raid or coming in. And our truth tries to cash in in a woman's title match. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I don't care, yo. One of the hot, like, yo, our truth coming out of the Rumble, the Women's Rumble, pulling off the ladder. Dude. He's, he's, he's the longest tenured he's gold, wrestler man. in WWE he's right crazy. now. He's gold. 20 years. He still he is money. proving his worth day after yo, day, week that, after week. Has he ever had a mania moment? He will this year with the Judgment Day. Has I think he? he will this year. He, in the chat, talk to us. He's due. Has, has you ever had a, a mania moment? I want to say that I want to say that Miz and our truth might win the tag team titles at Mania. Damn, Miz and our truth. Yeah, I'd pop for that. No lie, I'd pop for that. Miz and our truth oh, yeah. to win the tag title. It has to be Miz, the one to disband. <laughs> judgment Day at this point, anyway. He's the only one that understands him, or he listens yeah. to it. <laughs> right. Oh, What's up with this whole DIY acting like a DX out here? <laughs> that's only well, that's our truth. <laughs> that's only our truth. <laughs> and it's not DX, it's DIX, which is kind of crazy. DIX. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Those shirts hit different. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's all the damn time we yeah, gonna have for y'all folks this week. This, Wait, uh, hey, his like, what? With the penetration. <laughs> was too strong on that one. Oh hey, my yo, god! Brady Richard. You, ever, you know what I'm talking about? Not at no, all. No not at all, bro. <laughs> 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 
talk about some other shit. Yo, JP, tell them what to do on the way out, bro. We all, we out of here. Catch y'all next week. Appreciate the legends that pulled up. We gonna raid out to my guy, Gaming with Flash. Go check him out. Don't forget to join our Discord as well, guys. Let me get a link on that for the Discord. And um, to the next week, man. Tell them what to do on the way out. Give us a like. Thumbs up, just like your mother likes it. Hey. Subscribe and like. Hit that button right now. Follow us on Twitch, SoundCloud, iTunes. Check us out. Right, right now. Right, on Twitch. SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.